back to another episode of Oh Shoot. I'm your host Ellie and I am super excited for this episode because we are talking Ant-Man and the Wasp and I have a very awesome guest with me today, Michael. Thank you for joining me. Ellie, hello. Of course, thank you so much. This is really exciting. It's gonna be so much fun. Why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners a bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I am Michael. I do um, my main platform is TikTok for for the love of comics is my handle. I pretty much promote comic culture and everything that kind of that entails, whether that being uh, recommendation videos or funny skit videos or honestly just kind of anything community building has to do with comic or nerd culture. And that's kind of what I love to do. And that's kind of what I do. I manage a comic book store here in like the Sacramento area of California and uh that's just my life is comic books. So there, there it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I recently kind of, I didn't get like into comic books, but I decided to kind of dive in and go back to the source material of the movies I love so much. Amazing. Please it's do. A, it's, a, <laughs> it's a great journey. I have a friend who works at a local comic book shop. So I went and gave them a visit. That's even better. You already have a hookup? Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I gave them a visit and I was like, all right, help me out. Give me some suggestions. And honestly, <laughs> it's definitely great having someone in your life who knows comic books. It's true. Because it it's makes true. it easier. Yeah, I'm finally like the cool kid now. It's been phenomenal. <laughs> Past like decade, it's just been like nonstop. Hey, what do you, what is about this? Who's this? I'm like, oh, let I me tell you. you. Oh, let, let me, me tell, tell you. you the whole story. Uh, I've been by myself forever. So this is going to be great. Let's go for it. <laughs> honestly, I have to say it's, it's definitely really funny how... I guess like times have almost changed because even like when I don't know I was a kid or like youngish teenager you were like the nerdy person if you were reading comics you know Mm -hmm. people were like oh like you're so weird you're such a loser but now it's such a popular thing and I think it's thanks to I feel like it's thanks to like the Marvel movies becoming so large because now everyone's like really interested in getting into the source material like you know getting into the history of the characters and who they are in them versus how they've you know are being portrayed on screen and you know you always hear about where their stories have come from so I'm like this is no it's great it's completely true I mean all the Marvel movies kind of launched that whole like it's okay to be a nerd kind, kind, kind mm-hmm. of culture and which led into like stranger things being uh being okay for loving D, you know and role-playing games and that's been taken off and then also manga and anime has been really kind of taken off and being kind of mainstream pop pop culture as well so like it's just been it's just been phenomenal it's been great i love it i'm definitely very grateful for it <laughs> <laughs> but you know let's get into the yes, movie ant-man and the it. wasp you know like what do you enjoy about it what interests you in this movie i loved it because i like the ant-man movies in general they're good break movies from like the big budget kind of like crazy. i mean it was a big budget movie but like mm-hmm. the big overarching intensity of marvel that marvel can get so like you all the avengers movies how like 
uh, Iron Man and Cap and even Thor, not in, not in the last one, but like even Thor can get really serious and dark sometimes. And it's really kind of like has those serious moments and with the occasional joke in between or Ant-Man with Paul Rudd, every scene is just hilarious. And it's, it doesn't have that kind of like dark undertone a little bit because of the world's not ending or anything. Like he doesn't have a crazy, like big catastrophe usually in his movies. And I like that kind of break. It's, it's, it's fun. You can walk into a Ant-Man movie and just sit there and just laugh the entire time. I definitely agree. And I think that's definitely one of my favorite parts about Ant-Man. Because they're just fun movies to watch. Yeah, you I agree. like. I watch Ant Man, and I get into. I like. I get put into this like really great positive mood because Scott's <laughs> such a fun character. He's so yes. funny. He's interesting. He has such a big heart, and Paul Rudd just does amazing <laughs> as him. Yes. I love Paul Rudd yes. so much. It's phenomenal, and just because he's surrounded also by such a good supporting cast which which helps immensely like his two main uh people he's around all the time hope and and hank they're so like serious which makes him even more funny and then his friends are funny like (laughs) yeah it's very well balanced cast it's great it's so good i absolutely love it especially when you get such a nice first taste of it in Mm ant-man and then the way you see it and how it's kind of developed a little yeah. bit in Ant-Man and the Wasp. I love it so much. Yeah, I think it was fun introduction in Ant-Man, but I think Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of like rolls with it more, which I mm-hmm. think I enjoy a little more. Like it was really good seeing like I liked I like Ant-Man quite 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 a bit. Um but Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of like takes it to be like we know what we are and now we're about to perfect it. Are you ready? Here we go. And so like <laughs> I I like that about it. Oh yeah, no. And kind of see I agree because then seeing the dynamic and how it's is in this one makes me super yeah. excited for like our next movie quantum mania no I can't wait with Kang oh. in it too it's gonna be great it's gonna oh be great. my god which which probably will change the format a little bit yeah exactly I'm glad you brought that up like having Kang in there he's gonna be like the main villain so um and uh I'm, have you, you have you seen the Loki show of yeah of course yeah of course fantastic <laughs> all right then um having Kang in there and having this kind of like inter like changing timelines time person like mm-hmm. obviously Ant-Man and uh and his universe deals with a lot of time manipulation he's the one that discovered for Endgame that you can change you know you can go back in time with mm-hmm. the quantum realm and so having Kang in there is going to be huge it's going to change the dynamic a little bit I think it's going to tr- probably get more serious or he Kang's going to be crazy serious and then Ant-Man all Paul Rudd's just going to be hilarious the entire time like stumbling he's just going to be through. himself yeah he's just going to stumble his way through and end up being the hero out of nowhere and so just because that's who he is it's gonna be really I'm oh I'm very excited for him I'm so excited just to see Kang because the second I heard about yes. his character and that he was going to be introduced I immediately kind of like started diving in mm. to kind of like learning about his character because I oh, was like, I want to get yeah. excited. <laughs> I, I did the same thing with um with Thanos yeah. when you know we got that reveal that he's gonna be the big bad of the Infinity yeah. Saga. Like I was like, okay, let me like who is this character? Let me get to know him, kind of get an idea of what kind of threat or you know, what kind of bad he's sure, gonna sure. be within the mcu because obviously they basically the writers take inspiration from the comics right of course. they're not they're adaptations they're, they're not adapta- straight. that which i have to say 
to all the people who get so angry I know, that I know. movies are that's not what happened in the comic books i'm like mm-hmm. okay you realize they're adaptation exactly and i i will right? gladly call myself on uh, i i have to take myself a step back from it like every mm-hmm. so often i gotta remind myself that too all the time like you know what it's fine like the most recently i did that with with the eternals actually i was like you know what nope don't worry about it it was a good movie mm-hmm. i can take my comic book self out of it it's fine i recognize my downfall <laughs> i recognize my downfall <laughs> with it and so i but that's 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 great and daniel's i'm glad you did your research on it. he's very straightforward but if we're talking about kang that's so he's so complicated Kang there's is a lot so of layers to it yeah he has a lot of layers he's so there's so many versions of him too and some of them are good guys and some of them are bad guys and the, but they're all Kang and so they all have his personality so yeah he's he's a very layered character which I'm very excited to get I would I can't wait to see him interact with Ant-Man Paul Rudd's Ant-Man so bad because it's, it's such a going from Loki right going from Loki and and Sylvie uh that those interactions and those kind of characters, those very they're serious. They they're like quippy, but they're mm-hmm. like they're very serious characters. They have a lot to them. They have a lot going on. But then to Ant Man, like it's gonna be so crazy. I'm very excited to see see where they go with this, especially because I like these I like these movies so much. Right, and I have to say, major kudos to Jonathan Majors. He absolutely mm-hmm. nailed, nailed the role. It. Oh my nailed goodness, it. he was so great in Loki and. Yeah. Oh, that just made me even more excited to see him as like actually as Kang. That's not Kang. a joke. I completely agree. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But all right, specific to Ant-Man and the Wasp, though. Yeah, are there definitely. any kind of moments that really stick out to you? I yes, there are I like um there's kind of two 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 different things. I really enjoy um how they did uh hope in this movie. Um, I really like by did, I mean, they, how, first of how she was written and how she was portrayed uh, throughout this. And then also in Endgame as well, when, when she's helping fight in the final scene, um, she's used as more than just uh, a love interest, which I, I like that she's brought more forward. She's kicking butt. She's on, on par with her father, Hank, when trying to, uh, with the tech side. So she's extremely intelligent. She's a planner. Like she, she knows what she's doing, but at the same time, you have this goofy Paul Rudd there, like all along with her. And she's like, okay, come on, you know, yeah. let's go. Like, <laughs> it's fine. And I, uh, and still, and still she's, you know, falling for him too. So she, you still get that like romantic aspect, the, um, the softness of her every piece through every once in a while, like the very end scene when she saves him under the water, when she, when he, when he passes out from being giant man and she gets really worried. And like, that's the kind of like the first time you really see her get crazy, worried except when it has to do with her mother so mm-hmm. you can tell she loves very fiercely which i really really enjoy and she doesn't want to lose anything anymore she was afraid to lose paul um and, and so scott lang and i liked that in the movie um and then also anytime uh and man uh scott and his friends are together that's really my my favorite part in any of those movies i love like, their friendship louise so much. <laughs> is whenever he talks they need to give him like a short or something like a give him like a 15 minute Marvel short and have to explain everything. It's phenomenal. I want to do it. I know. I keep saying it. I know a lot of fans have been saying like, yeah, you look at little mini series where he just recaps every single Marvel movie. And I'm I like, why they won't so do it. Sold. It would make so much mo- like I would want, I would go to theaters to watch a 15. I know. Right? I mean, this is exciting. Let's see. Let's watch them explain the whole Marvel universe in 15. Oh my minutes. God. Especially like if they, had done that before Endgame or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he just comes on screen, so he's like, "Here's everything you need to know that's happened, like since 2008." 
<laughs> hey guys, let me sit, sit down and have a, let's, let's, let's have a chat. It would be so good. Seriously. I really hope that. Okay. I mean, come on. After fans pushed them a little bit, they gave us, what was it? Like a, the, they put out the full cut of Zemo dancing. Yeah. And Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. I'm like, you know what? If we push their hand just a little bit, maybe <laughs> if just If you could do maybe. that. Yeah, come on. If you can do that, maybe just maybe <laughs> you can give us Louise recapping literally every Marvel movie. I know. Even, even with like the TV shows, like, I mean, with Loki, we're getting a season two. So yeah. at the very beginning, he's like, here's what happened in season one. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Just have him continue to do it. Just have him show up like uh, like Stanley, just a random cameo. Just be like, "Yo, he hey, can, let me he tell you what just happened." Cameo person, <laughs> and it's he like be at the end. Are, of... It's like how people are saying how Deadpool could be the, new the one who kind of starts making little cameos here and yeah. there. Yeah. Now, and I'm like, that would be absolutely brilliant, and I would love. Yeah. To see that. Like I would like make him be the very end credit scene, like and just being like, "Yo, hey, let me recap the." Movie. I know you just sat here and watched it, but let me recap right, it for you. In case you forgot, and yeah. you missed out on something. that was those are some long credits. Happen. Let me explain the movie for you. Like I that, mean, the credits are fun. long. Like when you're waiting for that yeah. second sure. um, end credit scene, it's just like okay, all right. But you have to. It. I don't you understand. People to. get. I it's, see people get like, "What are you doing? Where are you going, guys?" The. I mean, the only time I think it's like the only time where we didn't get one was Endgame. Yeah. And was, I still sat done. there. <laughs> <laughs> I know so of course I did and like half the theater did too like and I knew too there was only like I, I googled before I was like how many end scenes and I knew there wasn't but I still just in case just I was in, in case, denial I don't want to miss I, it yeah I don't oh it. no I was fully in denial my friend was like okay we gotta go like there's no there's no scene I still sat I was still crying I was still crying from the, like, the end of the movie I'm sitting there like tears streaming down my face I'm like no we have to stay I don't think I've ever been more enthused enthusiastic in a movie before without you know I, more not caring what other people thought in movie theater before than in game like that the last fight scene when the two scenes when when cap gets the, the hammer both cap scenes but when he gets mjolnir for the first time and then when he says avengers assemble i just literally it stand was, up like yes assemble it was that movie was truly <laughs> an event it was it was an event experience and like the last i think like the time before that that i experienced such like a movie where it was like this is it was probably like deathly hollows part two like i'm a massive harry potter fan so like that movie itself was also an event it was like that it i mean one of the, the little taglines was it all ends yeah that was okay i love that i had i saw someone point that out to me um th- like you know you hit it as a movie when you don't have any other identifiers besides the actors there was mm-hmm. nothing that saying was what this what, movie was it was just, oh we know what this favorite, movie is. literally we hands know. down one of my favorite movie posters ever yeah because you it see it good. and you just you know even if you like don't really watch harry potter even yeah. though you don't really know the story. It's not really something you you're really into. If you saw the poster, you would know what it was just because it was such a massive, massive franchise at, like, during the time. And like, even now, of course, like it's still just as popular, but it's so pop culturally relevant that like, you just know, like just being part of like mainstream culture at all. You just know what Harry Potter is. And it was, yeah, it was phenomenal. Especially if you're like on TikTok as well. <laughs> especially if you're on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. 
if you like, you know, if last year you found yourself on Draco talk or Harry Potter, TikTok or anything, you definitely knew the better side of TikTok. The better know? side. <laughs> it was such a happy place. I missed that so time. Happy at one time. <laughs> it was a great time. Yeah. Um, it was actually really funny. I've talked about it before where so my algorithm and like for you page always is always very specific and oh sure very relevant to what I like, which is a little <laughs> scary sometimes. It's pretty scary, yeah. <laughs> it's actually horrifying. But <laughs> last year I remember I got onto like Draco talk and Harry Potter TikTok. And that was basically my entire for you page from like August to December. Literally lucky you. That's phenomenal. No, it was great. I (laughs) I was having the best time. (laughs) And like, you know, of course, in between there were like few videos here and there that were not really not really like relevant to it, but they were interesting, you know. But then I'm not even kidding. January came along. And during that time, I did not look at the video. Like I did not search any of these words on TikTok or anywhere across social media. But I like started kind of getting back into Marvel a little bit because my friends were like, oh, we're going to be doing a rewatch of everything. Like, do you want to watch with us? And I was like, oh, obviously. (laughs) Like, of course I do. (laughs) I was waiting for you to ask. Let's do this. Like, why would I say no? (laughs) but then almost immediately it was like a flip of a switch my entire tiktok for you page turned to marvel and mcu and i was like not mad a little confused about the sudden switch a little hesitant but i'm for this i'm for like a little concerned because we're not wrong tiktok i get it but (laughs) literally i'm like a bit of a 180 but you know what i accept it and then (laughs) yeah it was like purely marvel yeah and then it it gradually shifted a little bit you know being like marvel and specific to like certain actors Mm -hmm. and whatnot and now i'm like in a weird i'm I'm in a weird place right now on tiktok it's (laughs) yeah the algorithm is kind of just figuring it's the algorithm is like what does she want like what does she want to watch (laughs) but nail something down please what are you doing right i mean it definitely helps that i have multiple tiktok accounts now because i have like my personal account but then i also have the one for the like podcast yeah both of them have very different for you pages which is hilarious oh yes yes it's very true (laughs) But yeah, I have a personal one one with my account too. It's the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, my, my personal one is just all like random workout videos and politics videos. And then my 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 actual like account for my uh, my page is just it's all comic book themes. <laughs> it's all comic book theme stuff or movie stuff. And so it's I, it's the more fun side. It's, it's the more fun side of <laughs> it's TikTok. It's the more fun side of TikTok, yeah. <laughs> no, I even, even though I talk all comics, but I never show up on Marvel on Marvel TikTok. I have no idea why. I want to I've been trying to bust into Marvel TikTok so bad. Um I'm more prominent on like DC side, but mm-hmm. whatever. I'm trying. I keep you'll trying. get there. You know what? I'll get, get there, there one day. One if day I'll reach the top takes of that mountain. All it like probably one video and then you're just like Launched. here i am yeah exactly launched right into marvel tiktok here we go it's a fun place it's definitely <laughs> yeah, there's I... a lot going on there's a lot going on there's a lot of people are very passionate on. over there which i love i mean kind of like on the topic of marvel tiktok and just marvel in general it's superheroes because you know that's what we're talking about <laughs> of course <laughs> but did you hear about i did i have avoided them with 
so much will but the new spider-man leaks oh i yeah i avoid them like crazy i like, it's the worst thing it, and people are talking about it on marvel oh yeah i have to scroll they, so fast like most of them are good people and put up the spoiler warnings of being yeah, like yeah we're going like in this video i'm going to be addressing the leaks and I'm like, I'm not going to risk anything. Like, I'm. Oh, me too. Me too. Because I, my friend texted me <laughs> freaking out because she opened her Twitter feed. And the very first thing she saw. Yeah. Was like a photo, a leaked photo. That's like the literal worst. <laughs> and it really is, though. Like, I, I, I don't. I, I stopped watching. Um, I usually watch the maybe the, I definitely watch the first trailer for things and maybe the second one, but then I kind of like stop. And mm-hmm. for like a week before the the movie comes out, I'm like scrolling past stuff like crazy. And I'm like, I'll come back to it. I'll look at their opinion later on it, you know, like after I see it. And so I tried my hardest not to like get it's bogged tough. down by everything. It is super tough because really exactly what you said. Tough. Some people will just start it. I, I won't even know. And then be like, oh my God, you see that he, you know, he finishes this guy, you know, he kills him. I was like, what? Okay, thank you for ruining the literally the entire movie. Well, right? That. And no, I remember like, she sent me the text and I have never gone to Twitter so quickly to go into my settings and mute words. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I literally, I muted every possible word. Like obviously like Spider-Man, Peter Parker, No Way Home. Yeah. The villains that have been confirmed. So I like, you know, Green Goblet. I... And the actors' names too, because I was actresses. like, I'm not going to. Yeah, people for, people forget about that, and I literally, pop up. and yeah. I went beyond that. I was like, okay, who are literally all of the potential people who could pop up in this movie? I thought <laughs> I try to think of like every single person, just like this massive Spider-Man deep dive. You know, just no, like... I literally was like, okay, okay, let me think. Like fan service, <laughs> who was in the other movies? I was like, okay, Gwen Stacy, just in case, and then I was like oh my god what if they introduced yeah. miles so then i started muting miles and i was just freaking out i was like just okay, this I rabbit to... hole just like, yeah. <laughs> i was like just i have never had such a long list of muted words on twitter <laughs> and then the worst part was i refreshed my page at one point and i saw a photo and thank god i only saw spider-man in the photo sure but i just scrolled i was yeah, like, just free nope. yeah no no thank you I was like, I didn't see anything else. All I'm I good, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. I don't to see you today. Yeah, I, was like, I get That's it. All I saw. <laughs> I know you're Spider Man. Get out of here. Man. <laughs> I know you're. No, that, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, it's 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 really good that a lot of the big prominent TikTokers though are really good at that. They they they'll they'll censor themselves before mm-hmm. or not even say anything at all. A lot of big ones are like, yeah, I I won't release anything until especially people that have seen the movie early. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people went to see got to see uh, Eternals early and things like that and. Um, like we won't i'm not releasing my review at all until we're supposed to and i was like thank you very much for being right. uh you know i like that a lot you know i'll i'll listen to your view review no worries right. I'll, I'll give your video a, a like and follow don't worry I'll, I'll be back for you agreed because also what i love about them are that like because they're also just fans yeah exactly they're exactly. fans and tell. most of the time where if they know of a leak it got spoiled for them as well yeah like yeah. They kind of dealt with a lot of people were dealing with, they were scrolling through Twitter or something, or maybe someone commented on their TikTok video or they accidentally yeah. saw a TikTok about it. So it got spoiled for them as well. But, you know, like how now they have that knowledge. So 
they can make the choice to be like, okay, I'm going to talk about it, but put, do what some other people (laughs) didn't do and put a spoiler warning. So then if someone wants to hear it, they can hear it. If they don't want to, they can like it, come back later or whatever. That's the big takeaway from, from this video right now is like spoiler warnings, people be considerate. Literally. I went off. I literally went off on Twitter. I would yesterday. I was so angry. I was like, (laughs) how hard is it? to not spoil things and ruin things for everyone else yeah it's just at at that point a lot of it's just clickbait too they're just like oh people want to know about this stuff and i want to raise it just it ruins it i was like no you just make yourself look like an asshole but you know exactly exactly (laughs) good you know good for you like whatever man like whatever congratulations people hate you now yeah good i hope it worked out for you i hope it works out for you good luck buddy good luck (laughs) i mean and like on that topic of spoilers i'm like that almost makes me, that makes, I mean, first of all, that makes me worried for literally every Marvel movie. Literally but everyone. Now, I'm always on edge, like good couple weeks, like right. two, two weeks before a movie release. I'm always just like, I don't want to ruin it. Right? I, I'm not clicking like, any link. Quantumania, for example. I'm like, yeah. I feel like that's going to be such a big movie as well. Yeah. Especially because we've had so much like build up, and now we know there's like the, like the quantum verse and we have Kang, like this big bad villain who's going to be coming into the picture now. and we don't know how big of a villain MCU is going to make him. Like, yeah. what if they make him so big that he's the next big bad? Like, yeah, he definitely has potential. King has potential. What if he becomes like the next kind of like Thanos situation where we're going to have many of our heroes encounter him at one point mm-hmm. and have to deal with him? Or is this going to be almost like a one-off? You know, we're going to see him in Quantumania. We'll see him in Loki season two. Sure, and then sure. that's it. Because that's also a potential. But I'm like worried for that because I don't want to know in advance. <laughs> I don't I either. Be I want to be surprised. I want to be yes, excited. Exactly. I want to enjoy it. I want to, how it's supposed to come, you know, be, uh, how it's supposed to be. I want to experience that. That's what I want to do. I don't want to go in knowing half the movie already. That's boring. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I like, I like the idea of King, like, Especially, I think Quantum Mania is going to have a. If we're still talking about Ant Man, I, I, I think Quantum Mania is going to have a very interesting part going forward in the MCU. Um, have Have you seen Eternals? Yes. 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 Okay. Cool. Um, so Eternals. Spoilers for Eternals. Um, here we go. Look at this. Um, so going forward with Eternals, like like I mentioned, I had to kind of take myself a step back because. I, at the end, I was just like, kind of like left wanting. I was just like, I don't know how I feel about this yet. Um, Cause I was at the time I was expecting more of what's been happening in Marvel for the past, like 10, 12 years, mm-hmm. uh, all this buildup leading to something big. And I'm, I know what's going on. You know, I know what's going to happen uh, as in like where the story's progressing to with the big bad Thanos that's done. We're starting. And I was like, you know what? We got to start over. We're back at, we're back at Iron Man one. This is the new Marvel direction. And I'm excited. I want to see where we're going. And so when watching the Marvel shows and then comparing it to Eternals, I see Marvel going in two very different directions. And so you have like the Eternals with the big universe ending problems with the Celestials, right? And so you need people, powerhouses that can handle stuff like that. So you have Thor, Captain Marvel, um, Doctor Strange with the multiverse madness and things like that, Scarlet Witch. You have the big people that can probably help handle that. And then you have more poor like Captain America and Bucky and you have Moon Knight that's coming out and Blade and now Black Knight Ebony, uh, with his Ebony Blade. And so like those guys, I don't see taking on the big 
Celestials too easily. And so it seems like they're going in two different directions. And Ant-Man seems to be very much in the middle that can play both sides. Mm-hmm. He seems to be but, but uh, where to play the both sides. And with Kang, it depends on what Kang's going to do. I'm very excited to see what, what, what they do with Kang because he could be either exactly what you said, this kind of like small throwaway villain that they only use with Loki or someone that's going to just rip the fabric of reality and Marvel mm-hmm. and just throw it on its head. And I'm very, very excited. And I like that they're doing an Ant-Man because he's a character you wouldn't expect to deal with someone that was just going to turn the universe on its head. Exactly. Because... I love it. I mean, so far, the villains that he's been dealing with in his own movies have been pretty small. Oh, yeah. If they're oh, yeah. human, like they're humans who've been wronged at some point in their life. They they remind me almost of like Tony, like Tony's villains, sure. where someone wronged them in the past and now they're going on this like redemption to like prove themselves to, you know, make prove that they're better and they're very just like harmed them but right they're very (laughs) low-key villains compared to what some of the others have been dealing with like even comparing to compare to like captain america in like the winter soldier where it was bringing down hydra yeah like even like that's a bit bigger but still a little small compared to like thanos compared to which is crazy because ant-man has such a powerful ability you know like and he's dealing with such like immensely powerful forces Mm -hmm. like the quantum realm and like in the like that i think that's the 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 dichotomy of that i i love because you have someone like scott lang being played by paul rudd this like silly goofy guy that stumbles his way through heroism and he's dealing with forces and abilities that are just ridiculously immensely powerful Mm -hmm. and so like like you can understand super soldier serum you understand captain america you understand bucky um a lot of the the smaller people um the smaller i mean like the yeah they're still heroes but you know not the universe spanning you know uh event but like you you get that stuff you get even spider-man like cool he has spider-man powers he's spider powers i get it but like there's a lot in ant-man and then he's played by paul rudd scott lang and so it's, it's i love that because you're like going along the journey with him and he's just like yeah, here we go. You know, this is this is kind of like, crazy, this is right? A this situation, is kinda, and I yeah. guess we should deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so I love that, and I'm very excited for for Quantumania. It's gonna be. I'm very excited for it. It's gonna. Oh man, it's gonna be so like so so much fun to experience, especially <laughs> because, like, again, dealing with like the quantum verse, and that's like a whole different area of the mm. world, you know. Yeah. And I love that we got to see it a little bit in Ant-Man. We got more of it and we got to learn so much more of what it's like in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then we got a little more information in Endgame. And I think Quantumania is going to really dive deep into it. And we're going to be fully immersed into this new world. It was kind of like getting the taste in Loki where we got to just learn more it's guardians of the galaxy where we get to learn more about the universe and how massive it actually is and like that's one of the things I love about these movies is that we get to dive into these different areas of the world and get a taste and experience like different realities different worlds like different groups of people and it's just it's fun it is and I I think they all they all are definitely pretty well connected i mean if you look at like how they're all the different powers are 
portrayed like the quantum realm everything's very much like technicolor and and bright flashy colors and things like that. i mean the bifrost that that thor summons whenever the guardians go into like their hyperspace drive right it's all mm-hmm. very big technicolor and like it all has a lot of connecting elements and then you know when dr strange messes with the multiverse like everyone everyone's messing with the multiverse you get this kind of like rainbow effect sometimes um and so i like that they're connecting everything we we get a glimpse of you know ant-man has this cool shrinking ability in ant-man cool that's awesome he worked he uses it to a very effective means mm-hmm. but then going into uh going into ant-man and wasp you see that they use it more we explored the quantum realm and then going into Endgame, you see the potential of what it really is and like what it can do and then you get have this guy that just shrinks down to answers right like he's using it for like a re- at the moment once you know it's bigger theme like oh wow that's that's kind of ridiculous but he uses it in a way that's just it's just really cool and i i, I love it especially from the movie standpoint the making of the movie standpoint like the visual effects of it are just really cool having oh, whenever he's so whenever he's small good. and in trouble it's just really really cool i i know i love seeing kind of like that perspective it's so it's so yeah. fun to see it. it's so cool yeah, like that's one of my favorite scenes in Ant-Man and Wasp actually with Wasp actually. Um when she's fighting the when they're fighting the goons in the in the kitchen and she they one of them oh throws the God. knife and she's like running yeah. on the knife. That's like one of the I coolest things. I love that. I yeah. love that scene so yeah. much. And I love that they they did it in such a great way as well. I totally agree. Yeah. It was very well done and I'm like definitely counting on more scenes like that. Yeah, that's TV. just that's that's just what it is I, I we're gonna see a lot more of that which I'm very excited about and especially yeah going with into all these big villains and stuff like that I I really hope they are making Ant-Man more like he, he was pretty important obviously in in Endgame but like pretty up there like in mm-hmm. importance with 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 the MCU so I would love to see just this bumbling hero being like okay he's gonna save us all okay let's yeah, see what happens no I, I I, uh, I would love to see that also because I mean again I love Paul Rudd and I'm like if I can have Paul be in the MCU for as long as they'll give me <laughs> I am sold like I yeah, you got me you got to you I'll buy a ticket every time you got Keep bringing me. Paul Rudd back no, no, okay, no, literally I'm like pull put Paul Rudd on the poster you have my money okay like just exactly. take it um, yeah because he's I like the way Paul Rudd portrays scott i like it actually quite better a lot better than the comic book version um scott lang in the comics is very bumbling he's a thief right um but he's not as lovable in my opinion the only really big redeeming quality scott has in the comics is his connection to his daughter cassie who's also a superhero actually um spoiler alert and uh when she grows up but uh so i like the portrayal that paul red does a lot more in the movies for scott um Hank Pym is a lot different, not too different, but pre- pretty different in the comics as well. Cause he's not uh, an older man. He's pretty still in his prime. He, he's very much not liked. Uh, he, uh, in the comics, he, he's done yeah, a lot re- of bad things. About it. <laughs> he's done a lot of bad things. Um, he keeps trying to redeem himself. So that's always good, I guess, but like he's, he's very smart and he keeps trying to, trying to do some stuff, but the, the way Michael Douglas portrays him is, I don't know. I, I like it. He's also very lovable, but like in a grumpy grandpa way. <laughs> and so, yeah. like, yeah. And so I like that dynamic between those two as, as well. So uh, I, I like the movie versions better than the comic books. And they're really trying to like mold them in the comics recently to fit the movie versions. Usually I don't like when they do that, but this one 
their characters are more interesting this way, in, in my opinion. So I'm glad they're I'm glad they're they're doing that. I like I like when they make choices like that because yeah, yeah. it further develops the character, makes them a little more well-rounded and as well makes them a little more enjoyable to see, especially if you know their counterpart in the comics are a lot less, you know, desirable and they're very oh, yeah. oh, not yeah. a likable character. Yeah. It, it goes for, for quite a few of them, actually. Um, what is it? Like uh, uh, Sam Wilson, uh, when he was Falcon, um, in the comics is very, very one-dimensional. He doesn't really do much, but um, they gave uh, they gave Sam Wilson a lot more to work with in the movies, and I really, really enjoyed it, especially his portrayal as Captain America and how he brought that to the table. When he was Captain America in the comics, he was written by uh, Rick Remender, one of my favorite storylines with him. It was very, very good. He's very much leader type, um, but they, they always kind of like default back to Steve Rogers, um, which um, to be honest, completely honest with you, I enjoy personally. I, I enjoy it. And so I, I like having Steve Rogers in there because he's always, Sam Wilson's always Falcon in the comics. And that's kind of like how they always portray him. But in the MCU, they give him a lot more to run with and I loved it. I thought it was really, really great. And uh, so there, there's obviously these, there's obviously some pretty major differences and minor differences between the comics and, and movies. Um, but all around, they're both things that pe- can be enjoyed by the, the community. And whether you like one or the other or both or neither, totally fine. It's great. Right. I love that. Um, but how was I going to ask next? Ooh, right. Okay. So when Ant-Man and the Wasp came out, it was right after Infinity War. And I remember everyone was like, where's like, where's Scott? Where's Hope? Like, where are they? How are they kind of fitting into the picture? Because of course they were missing from Infinity War. We had absolutely like no word about or any idea if they were going to be playing a part in the movie. You know, it wasn't until you were watching the movie where you kind of got that idea. But then Ant-Man and the Wasp came out and it kind of put them into the timeline of where they were until the very end, until the very end of the movie. Yeah. This movie seemed like a setup to explain that exact point. Here is what Scott was doing during Infinity War and was leading up to Endgame. So like, it's a really cool in-between movie um, between the two and between the two Infinity War and Endgame. Um, But yeah, it's, I feel like the movie was basically just set up to be like, Hey, this is Here what they Scott are. was doing like, don't, don't during Infinity War. Here's what's yeah, going on. He's totally, he's totally fine. He'll be in. <laughs> well, he has a point. He's okay. The Pym family, however. Yeah, but that, that was that gone. was a big thing. That was a big thing too. Like that was a big, that was a big end credit scene for me. Um, when I watched it for the first time in theaters, because I knew what. I, yeah, <laughs> like, I knew what I knew what happened in Infinity War, and I kept trying to while watching it for the first time. I kept trying to think like, where is this fitting in? And the end credit scene. It all. Makes I sense. wasn't expecting all of them to go. Like, and then Scott gets trapped in the quantum realm. Like, this is this is big. Like, this it this is was not... huge. I was I just know, like, they're gonna think... leave me like that. What are you? I know. I know. I honestly, I'm totally with you. I did not think all the pims would dust. No, no. But then it also made sense for all of them to dust. But at yep. the same time, I was like, if one of them stayed, then obviously they could get Scott out, leaving Scott in the quantum realm clearly that's a major setup for the next movie like that's gonna be an important factor they're not just gonna leave him there yeah this, not that's just, just the end be of like, this he's is stuck the, the end of room. his story he's <laughs> wrapped like that's it 
that was yeah, wild no. i remember i was like oh my god like what's gonna happen to his character now yeah because again we don't really fully know how that world works the quantum room no yeah, and that's, that's what still, i that's what like, i'm saying there's these powers that he's that they're messing with this uh this force of the quantum realm is just so crazy if it can mess and manipulate time like that like it's immensely powerful and they're using that power to shrink like you know like like that's that's craziness they're just the expanse of different abilities that this this um place can lose and we might not even fully understand grasp what it is as the audience yet marvel could be taking it in a completely 180 direction to what we think it is it could be tied to the multiverse in some in some way like or it could be like the center of it or it's not even tied to it at all like it's oh, i'm very excited to see what they do with it especially when it comes to uh Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, and when they introduce oh Kang in the next Ant-Man as well. That's going to oh, be, that's a, gonna be a massive... I have to say, like, going with, like, Phase 4, and then mm-hmm. even, like, when we get into Phase 5, these movies are going to be so much bigger than yes. anything we've experienced. Yes, I, I completely agree. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I had to take myself, myself a step back and be like, listen start over, start rebuilding your excitement to a new direction. And once I did that, I was just like, you know what? I'm so excited for these new movies. I, I can't wait to see what Marvel does with, with this new new universe and how they warp it and change it. And the stakes just, to me, seem much bigger for some reason. You have Thanos ending half the universe, taking out half the population. I'm still like, yeah, there's that, but this is going to be crazy. You know, like, I'm very excited. Like, I know it kind of almost puts things into perspective because, you know, we saw Thanos. We, that was like the biggest, baddest, like villain yeah. we had yeah. seen so far. But I feel like moving forward, we're going to look back to Thanos and be like, oh my God, that was nothing compared to what they could have been dealing with. Oh, I'm so excited. Which yeah, is it's going to be so good. Uh, that, and that's what I love about Marvel is that each movie really is a whole experience. You get to see something new. You get new knowledge. You get to learn about your characters more. But then it just continues to expand upon the world. Yeah, I agree. And that's one of like the factors I love so much because we get so much knowledge and it's just so exciting to even theorize like how much further could this go that's, like how much bigger yeah. could this be that's that's half the fun and that's half the tiktoks i see too it's like oh this oh, i saw this little thing in the in the t- in trailer it's probably going to mean this right this guy's coming or this person's going to show oh up. my god who's going to show completely up? break down oh, trailers and just like psychoanalyze every little aspect every of single it. thing they'll see like the tiniest little thing move in the background and they're like i bet that's this thing or i bet it's that's mephisto. like oh. it's mephisto i'm like i'm laughing it. i laugh so hard whenever i see anything mephisto because i'm like it's like we're manifesting it to happen at this point yeah like, and marvel's just point, sitting back and like, we don't know mephisto. where they got that from <laughs> we have no idea why they thought they thought that but we're just gonna let them roll with it like right? they never no one's ever denied it no one's ever like been like yes ever marvel they're just like sure yeah they're like Ooh, I mean, that, yeah, mephisto. it could be he yeah, is a comic maybe. book character he does have association to this character i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh I know, but I love those theories at the same time. Oh, me too. I love them so much. I mean, I it's interesting it. to hear and, and they're creative. So I'm a little excited to start seeing theories for Quantumania. I haven't really seen a lot yet. Yeah, it's, it's still, it's still pretty early stage, but right. um, 
we'll, we'll start here. People are kind of obsess, uh, obsessed right now with where the direction that the Eternals are taking and where taking the Marvel universe in general. So um, especially with the introduction of uh, the Black Knight and then also Blade in there at the very end mm-hmm. credit scene. So like that's really going to be cool and where all that's going, especially because he's going to potentially be in Moon Knight as well. And I'm excited about that. And so there's a lot of really cool supernatural stuff coming up and I'm very excited. Oh man, it's going to be so great. And then... Um... Oh, we also got like arrows. We got like Star Fox, and no, I'm very, I'm very curious, very curious on how they're gonna do it. So curious. He... I've been thinking about it so much. I'm like, again, did you did you do character. any deep dives on his character? I did a who, little who bit. I did okay. a little bit. Okay. Um, I waited until, obviously, I did kind of hear the rumor that Harry Styles was in the movie, but yeah. I was like, I am quiet i'm like i won't believe it until i see it like yeah. what if it's a joke ha 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 hilarious but you know now obviously harris else is within the there MCU. Is, yeah. and again i'm like how big of a character are they going to make him like how much impact is he going to have on the other storylines that we're going to be getting like is he going to just be sticking with the eternals is that the path they're going to take or are they going to have him pop up in other movies yeah i yeah that's that, that's a very good thing uh a point i with his character eris's character is a very funny one because he's very much uh like a very a huge like opposite to thanos and them being half like brothers but like he his his abilities i i'm wondering how far they're they're going to go with him um it was a very good choice to use harry styles because he's like this like sex symbol right mm-hmm. for harry styles and so eros's abilities he brings pleasure wherever he goes like that's his thing he's like that's his ability and so like he just goes and like that's what he does he's like this he just gets around you know the universe mm-hmm. and that's what he does and so like i'm very curious on how far they're they're, they're they're gonna go with him and i think that was a, such a good choice of of um casting for for it, I it think looked that's really good too. it looked really good like i i, I was he, i was surprised because i saw a really good choice and i i was very much um I was very uncertain about it. And then I saw he was, he's in the movie Dunkirk and that kind of guy that kind of sold me on him. Um, first off that I, I know he can act, but also, cause like I said, the, the, his pop culture um, relevance, he's like this big, like sex symbol. He's uh, people like people like him. And so like, that's a big part of Eros. And so I think that going into it was a very important choice that people see him in that light. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's going to be, a, that's what makes me curious on how far they're going to go with the, this character. And I'm very excited to see what, what they're going to do with them. I'm so stoked. I'm I know, so me too. excited. Like, again, it's moments like that. It's little cameos. It's little, it's appearances of new characters that also build upon that excitement of like, how far is this going to go? Like how much bigger yeah. is this going to go? Yeah. Where, like, how is this new character going to, impact all of these other characters that we've known for a while granted like with the eternals we've just met them you know they're they've we have much to learn about them within the mcu but obviously whenever we see a new character there's always potential of them getting into other storylines so it's always that sense of wonder because we never know what the mcu is going to do they have they have things planned like years in advance yeah and because you never know how people are going to interact with each other until they do like i wouldn't have thought that thor would work well with the guardians but he does that dynamic is 
amazing that's what i'm talking about when when, when they do things like that they, it's so cool like i like when they try things like i i i'm i know it's not gonna be they're not gonna hit a home run every single time but they try new things and they go with it and they commit to it which i like um and they they did that one like it's it's so cool i really like that stuff right it, it was like having scott interact with the avengers yeah. you know his first interaction of course like being with sam and their dynamic is like, I love their dynamic. I think it's really funny because again, like you have yeah. Sam who's a little more serious. Yeah. Like he's got jokes. Of course, it's Sam course. Wilson. He's it's quippy. He's yeah. Anthony Mackie. He's got yeah. some jokes that really hit their mark. But then again, like you have Scott, like he's like this bumbling guy who's just like <laughs> kind of stumbling through his like hero journey. You you forced <laughs> to like him. See, that, that's, that's the thing. You have no choice but to like him. Right? I'm not mad like, about it. I'm like, no, it's fun. Is, like, I'm so totally cool with it. He just walks in the scene and go, you like me now. Let's go on this journey. I'm like, and you're like, okay, okay I accept. <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. But yeah, no, it's. It's always great when you're like, oh, these two characters would never interact. They would never cross paths, but then they yeah. do. Yeah. And it just works. I can. And agree. it works. And I have to say, like on the kind of the note of Thor and his relationship with the Guardians, I think yeah. that was definitely thanks to uh, Ragnarok because I, I mean, I love what that movie did for Thor's character. And I think it's because of that movie that we got to really see the Thor in Infinity War that we did see and the way that he interacted mm -hmm. with the Guardians. And again, like the dy dynamic is absolutely hilarious, especially between Thor and like Peter. Yeah, I agree. And of course, we're going to see that again in volume three. Know, Get a I'm taste so of it in Love and Thunder, probably. It's going to yes. be fantastic. No, I, I can't wait. I think that's such, I'm very excited. I'm very happy that Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth is sticking around for a little bit. I know, I'm so happy. Yeah, I know. Cause uh, RDJ and then Evans, they're gone. And so like, we're losing a lot of the, the originals, which is fine. I think that's, I, I miss them and I like their, their characters, but that was their story. We're now mm -hmm. moving into this new era and we get uh, Sam Wilson as Cap. We get, um, I'm very sad about, uh, obviously everyone is, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman we don't get um Black Panther but I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that mm -hmm. um because in the comics uh his sister Shuri takes over a lot mm -hmm. of Black Panther so I'm kind of hoping that happens but I, I agree I there's yeah. a lot of theories that that's going to be the case and especially I mean of, like of course it's horrible but like Letitia did get injured on set that, and it's yeah. taking some time to recover but because of that People are thinking, oh, she's probably doing a lot of stunts this time. Yeah. So maybe she is donning the suit. Yeah. I'm hoping it happens at the end. Like she still, her character still needs to be drawn out a little more for, and for me. Mm -hmm. She's always obviously been the, the second, second string character. She's mm -hmm. behind the scenes. She's like the buddy, the little sister. So I'm hoping if they do go in that direction, that this next movie, Wakanda Forever, kind of explores more of who she is before yeah. she takes on Black Panther role. I would like to see her as Black Panther. It would be awesome. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be really, really awesome. I completely. First off, also, I like her comic book costume. Her comic book costume is really cool. Um, but I think she can potentially be a Black Panther for us. Yeah, I think it's, it has. She has a lot of potential. It's gonna be great to. It's gonna be great to experience. I'm very. I'm just so excited for everything that oh, me too. is set to come out. Like, of course, I mean, un unfortunately, due to the pandemic, a lot of it did get pushed. 
Yeah. But we're still getting it. And you know what? That's the part that matters to me that a lot of these projects we'll still be getting. And like, yeah. I still get to experience it and a little later than I thought, but. Yeah. And a little, you know. little out of order too. I mean, I, I'm sad that like more people didn't really like give black, didn't black, give black widow a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in my opinion, it, it definitely came out way too late. Like mm-hmm. it should have came out around end game to really kind of still have that impact with her. Um, I know it wasn't no one, anyone's fault. Like we had, they had to push it back and I completely understand. Uh, but by the time it came out, it kind of lost. It just seemed like a really kind of throwaway movie, mm-hmm. unfortunately to send off Scarlett Johansson, which is kind yeah. of terrible, but it was just a very, it felt very first wave Marvel movies. Yeah. Which is exactly what it was. It should have been with those movies, but it came out while we were getting all the new wave of Marvel content. Yeah. And so it felt very different. Right. And, um, yeah. It felt kind of old compared to what we're getting now. I still think they should have, I really wish they did this, but given her three movies, Oh, you know, yeah, given her own trilogy, sure. Yeah, like given her her own trilogy. Would have been a great like spy movie, right? I I remember I was talking to my friend about this, and we were like, "Oh, okay, like if they did a trilogy, like what kind of storylines would they do, or like what would like each movie be?" And we were like, "After her first movie should have come out after Iron Man two, kind of like the same how we'll get like a cameo of a character, but then they're a lot bigger in the next time we see them." So yeah. right after yeah. Iron Man 2, before the Avengers, we would get her first movie. We could get her story, like her origin, you know, um, how she came into S.H.I.E.L.D., like how, how her character is fitting into the overall, like, timeline. Then we get the Avengers. And then sometime between, we could get, um, I don't know, like another movie about her experiences. Sure. Maybe she, another one where she teams up with another character, kind of like how in the winter soldier she's there with Steve Rogers and interacting yeah. with Sam Wilson. And then the movie that we did get black widow would still come out, but right after civil war instead yeah. between civil war and infinity war, because that's where it fits. That's exactly uh, where it fits. Yeah. It right? came out exactly right after where it fits. War, Obviously yeah. scrap that heartbreaking end credit scene. <laughs> yeah well yeah obviously yeah grab that of course but (laughs) like that would have just fit better because now it's really weird watching the movies because i i watch the movies in order of release sure yeah yeah. but with black widow you have to you have to move that for it to actually i agree yeah for actually makes sense i completely agree i completely agree and it's, it's also rough because, I mean, the whole thing with like watching movies in order of release is that the end credit scenes line up because usually it's yeah. a clue or a little taste of what's coming next. But yeah. with Black Widow, you know, watch it after Civil War, but then you have to leave the end credit scene until you watch Endgame. And it's yeah. just, like, it's, it's a bit of a mess. It is a little bit. It's I, a bit of a mess. It, 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 it does, like I said, it seems kind of like a, like just a kind of throwaway movie um, unfortunately i think there was a lot of potential i like i would have liked to have seen her interact more with the winter soldier because in the comic books they have a the huge winter relationship I, yeah. that is one storyline that i want to read so badly and that i'm definitely have to go to the store for yes please and yeah. just get winter just get a bunch of winter widow comics and storylines because i'm so intrigued by their story and to me, it makes a lot of sense. I've read about it. I've seen TikTok videos about it. And it's very interesting. And I'm like, 
I almost wish they did that. I know. Yeah, it's it's so complex and layered and they're both kind of struggling through this like assassin life and they kind of like fall for each other in training and like but at the same time they, you know, they have to still be loyal to their these this assassination group that they work with. Like I don't know, it's and both of them are very dynamic characters mm-hmm. and I would have loved to have seen them interact more and I think they would have it would have worked a lot. Right. very well actually. honestly yeah. when I think about it though I'm like oh man if okay let's say if everything stayed the same except you know they did their storyline where they're yeah. in a relationship and they have that kind of connection to each other I was like wow Natasha's death would have been so much more heartbreaking in Endgame because then they would have brought Bucky back and then it would have been that point where he had learned that that's what I'm saying. They lost her. Another, and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, that would absolutely <laughs> destroy me. Oh man. It would have been terrible. And and they're both yeah. I like that they're they're, they're both kind of edgy characters, anyways. So like I like when the like those kind of dynamics are together. It just fits. It makes it makes right. sense to me. And right. so yeah, it would have been he would have been like he's already lost so much. That would have been so more my poor another, man. Oh yeah, my god, another, he doesn't another deserve wrench in his, in his thing. <laughs> like it would just would have been crazy. It would have been so like. I hate to say that it would have been so good. I would have, like he, he oh, just would have been falling okay, apart I mean, even more. I'm like, what are you doing? It would leave, have been leave good. Leave him alone, Marvel. <laughs> leave him alone. My, I know my whole thing is, I'm like, just leave this poor man alone. Let him live a happy life. Give him his cat. I know. Okay, I think um, the whole reason why they can't do Alpine is because Sebastian Stan is allergic to cats. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, just let this man live a peaceful life. He deserves uh, it. Fine. Okay. <laughs> no one's gonna be mad about it. Okay. No one we're, we're gonna be leave like, thank you. Thank yeah. you for giving this man an ounce of peace. Yeah. Thank no, you I'm, for that. Like all these characters, like especially like Bucky. I'm excited to see what, what they're gonna do with him next. Like after seeing uh Cap uh Falcon Winter Soldier, like he has so much potential in the in the mainstream world too i mean he's still a super soldier he like he 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 can be useful in the society coming up and definitely useful to uh to the new captain america sam wilson captain america and so like i'm excited to see where where, where he goes with this i hope he interacts more with um uh i forget her name i'm sorry the black widow's sister like that kind Yelena. of thing like that, yeah. yeah in, in Elena I, I I think having him in like a lot of the spy stuff coming up would be really 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 cool um but I don't know if they're gonna I don't know how many how many more contracts he, he has so I think I I'm, okay, I might be wrong but I believe he had a nine yeah nine, nine. picture deal mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty standard for most of the actors they usually have something like a eight to ten picture deal yeah except for you know samuel L. jackson i think he's just got it never ending yeah he's just, he's just continually re-up his contract like yeah here we go but, i mean One that's more. also the thing when contracts end they can renegotiate they can yeah. extend the contracts yeah. which is why i think like my theory with the whole like tom holland situation is because technically no way home is his last movie based yes, on the is. contracts that he has technically it's the last one but i refuse to believe that he would only have a six picture deal i refuse to believe i'm like that seems really short for such a big character that has to be sony though like it's it's probably a sony thing like unless the theory is that 
So there, um, there's so many different like theories going on, especially sure, sure. with the connectors of Sony and Marvel. Like for example, with like what happened at the end of Let There Be Carnage and with Mobius coming out and connecting that into can, um, Morbius into, what was it? I just confused myself, but like <laughs> connecting that to different Everything, Marvel yeah, characters yeah. and different yeah, yeah. storylines. So I know that there's, there's theories that he'll get like launched into this like whole new universe or that Sony and Marvel will actually work together a lot more closely to bring out movies. And that could definitely bring the potential that they could extend or start new contracts with Tom. Yes. I I hope that I hope it's going to be where I don't want to see Spider-Man leave the Marvel universe. The MCU. I really don't. I think he works extremely well with, with, with everybody. I have this weird feeling that it's going to be the the first one though, where uh, was it Venom got dragged in as soon as the multiverse is Mm -hmm. settled. I think it's going to give an opportunity for Sony to drag Tom out of this universe and drop him in Mm -hmm. the Sony verse. And then, then it's, then the universe solidifies and they both separate and he's only over there now. And I'm afraid of that. I think that they will be fun and be good because I'd like those movies, but I That's going to be, be always, rough for his character. Yeah, I'm going to be a little wanting a little bit because I'm always going to want him to interact with them more. Now that he's in there, it's it's going to be really tough to separate them. Oh, man. I, I know. Oh, man. I said the same. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. It's going <laughs> to be rough because, again, like we have, we really have no idea. Yeah, no. This is all speculation. No happen. one knows. <laughs> no I knows. like, I would love to see that. But also, I'll be absolutely heartbroken if that happens because that means like he gets dragged. He will literally be getting dragged from the life that he knows and put into somewhere new. And like, who knows? Maybe they'll do a similar storyline like Spider-Verse where there's going to be work and effort put into eventually putting himself, like finding a way to put him back into his universe. You never Cause, know, right? Because yeah, because I mean that might get, be a good introduction to Miles eventually. I don't think we're ready for a live action Miles no, yet. I don't I think w- we're gonna get one for a while, especially no. since we're still in the Into the Spider Verse kind of area. And I want to see it. I really want to see it one day. I I love Miles Morales. He's one of my favorite characters. Uh, he's he's so he's just, he's so he's like Peter Parker. He's just like his essence of good, which I think we need more of. But um, for to have Miles, you need to have a a Peter that's been around a mm-hmm. while that knows what he's doing. And then mm-hmm. kind of like someone for miles to look up to and then yeah. lose him. Like Tom's not there yet. Tom no. is Tom Holland is still this young, young adventurous Spider-Man. So we can't have it yet. So I think maybe another trilogy might do it. Uh, if he's, if they're going to go that route, like you said, his contracts are up. So I have no idea what, what's going, what's going to happen next with, with it's all up in the air and people are freaking out. People are freaking out. Yeah, I am definitely amongst the few that are freaking out because yeah, me too. I, I don't. Want, I'm not ready <laughs> to lose rough. it. Really. I'm not ready to lose it. I'm like, I got Spider-Man back. I love. To- I love Tom. And oh, me too. I do. Peter I Parker. Do. I think he's fantastic. And you know, some people might. Every. I feel like those diehard fans, especially like the diehard like <laughs> Sam Raimi fans, are like, "Oh, you only like him because he's attractive." And I'm like, Spider-Man sure. has been okay. I'm like, you know what? I will be honest. I do think he's attractive, but I'm like, I have been a massive Spider-Man fan since the Sam Raimi trilogy. Like, sure, he's sure. been one of my favorite heroes 
Well, he's whatever. I watched the animated shows as a kid. Like, yeah. Like, granted, I haven't really read the comics, but like, I feel like I know the character well enough because I've experienced him for so many years, especially throughout my childhood. That I'm like, I feel like I'm, I feel confident in myself saying that, like, I really like him as Spider Man. I like him as Peter Parker. I like that the MCU decided to kind of change the path a little bit. I agree. And first, a little side note as well, because I get this all the time on TikTok, and I want to make sure that it's, it's very voiced. Just because you don't read the comic, still means you're a fan. Exactly. Like, everyone out there, yeah, don't if you love the character. We exactly. Don't like that. It doesn't matter if you don't read the comics. It's just an opportunity. If you want to learn more, comics are great. You should get into them. If not, if they're not your thing, don't worry about it. Enjoy the movies. You're still a fan of the character. The movies are just awesome. as good. Like exactly. the movies are just as fun. And I completely a agree. Good way to explore these characters. I know you, you didn't need that, but just for anyone, everyone, Thank everyone you. listening. <laughs> but you're, anyone you're, listening, you're good. Everyone listening, please know this fact. <laughs> you're you're good. I've been seeing it way too much pop up on my my all my feeds about stuff like that, and that's just not good. Anyone that likes that character, any character is a fan. If you like it, you're a fan. Okay, exactly. Without another way, yes, I, I love agree. I love Tom. I love Tom Holland. I think he's a perfect Peter Parker. I loved all of them. I really have. He's Spider Man. I mean. Mm-hmm. How can you most, not? How do you not like the Spider-Man? It just keeps getting better. And so, like, I think that that's the best thing. The Spider-Man character keeps getting better. I like that they didn't do a huge origin for him this time. I that am was great. so grateful we didn't get an origin story. I'm, I'm like very we, happy about that. <laughs> we, we know Spider-Man's journey. We know, we know his fine. story. Yeah, we know, you know, he gets bit by the spider. He wakes up one day and is just like, whoa, like I feel different. Oh my God, I can climb up walls now. What the this hell is, is going nuts. on? <laughs> like, we know that storyline. So yeah, I'm really exactly. grateful that MCU was like, okay, no, he's actually like six months into this journey. We're going to start from there. It just shows that they kind of respect their audience, which I like because they're like, okay, we don't want to put him through it again. It's kind of the same thing how we see, we keep seeing uh, Bruce Wayne's parents die in Batman. Like every time, even in the Snyder one, we get a, a quick few minute scene mm-hmm. of, of them dying. We get it. He has a terrible, his, his parents died. <laughs> like we, we get the journey. We yeah, understand we, the heartbreak. We, 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 we don't we need to it. experience it again. <laughs> we don't need it. It's fine. There's YouTube if you need to know where his, where his origin comes from. It's fine. And so I like, I kind of like that Marvel Marvel did. And I, I'm a huge, I'm much more of a DC fan, to be honest with you, than a Marvel fan. Um, I love everything, but I like that Marvel, especially the MCU did that. They respected wow. their fans. Be like, hey, we know, we know you know. Can we move on? And right. collectively, the audience was like, yes, let's right. move okay. on. Okay. Well, okay. I love that you said you like DC because then that means I'll definitely have to bring you back when talking some DC movies. Because I know do. that's my like thing. the Dark Knight trilogy. I'm obsessed with it. I love it so much. So that's going to definitely be a topic Please of do. discussion. <laughs> Please do. But I guess, you know, going back to the whole topic of this episode. Oh, yeah. We were here for something. <laughs> we were here for something, right? <laughs> um, do you have any kind of like last final thoughts that you love to get out about Ant-Man and the Wasp? Ant-Man the Wasp, it is not in a crazy important movie, but mm-hmm. it's a movie worth watching because of the levity of it, how it's just so bright and shiny and fun. Yeah. And it's 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 a movie, it's a feel-good movie. And I, I think that Marvel needs a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um because Marvel, as much as like superhero and crazy costumes and stuff like that, but like a lot of a lot of it is like especially like infinity war great movie that just hung on a downer right yeah and so and wasp was a really good next movie to try to bring you back out of that Mm -hmm. um it gave a little bit of light 
Exactly, exactly. Just a little bit. That's what I like about the Ant-Man movies. When you go into an Ant-Man movie, you know you're about to laugh your butt off the Mm -hmm. entire time. And that's important. I think that's important when when watching these movies that you keep a balance of the dark and gritty with the light and funny. So Mm -hmm. it's good. Completely agree. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. This is really fun. Of course. You're more than welcome to come back at any point. I, again, like I love having guests on and getting to know them and like just like talking about movies and I do this all the time at work. Yeah. Right. It's fun. It's a great way to live life, you know, like talk about your passions, talk about what you love, especially with other people who enjoy it as well. It's fun. It's a great way to go through life, right? Couldn't agree more. Wonderful. Well, that concludes this episode. Thank you so much for everyone for listening. Thank you for Michael for joining me today. You can check me out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can find me at Oh Shoot Podcast. DM me anytime, interact. We can talk movies. We can talk about anything. I'm always available. And if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. And yeah. That's about it for this episode. And until next time, stay nerdy.